Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hello, 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 everyone. It is Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Y'all know what time it is. It is time for Let's Chat Sports. My name is Tony, and I'll be joined shortly by my co-host, the one and only Mr. Jazz. Let's chat. We got a lot to talk about tonight, guys, and it's going to be a fun night. We're going to recap. Super Bowl 50 and all that it entailed. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Was it what you thought it would be? Was it not what you thought it would be? Did you think the score would be what it was? Did you think that Patrick Mahomes would be touchdown less in the Super Bowl? We're going to chat about it here on Let's Chat Sports shortly. But once again, my name is Miss Tony, and Mr. Jazz will be with us shortly. It looks like he has pulled up into the chat room. Hey, Jazz, how are you, my friend? What's happening, baby? What's the word, yo? Sorry about that. Traffic, yeah. man. So, you know, I'm trying. <laughs> nope. Traffic's a bitch. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. I was just filling our audience in on what we're going to be talking about tonight, and I was just about to let them know. That we have okay. a former NFL player as well as Super Bowl champ, Mr. Tony. If you guys are ready to chop it up, because we got quite a bit to talk about, Jazz. How was your week, and how did you enjoy the game? It was great. You know, the game, I mean, you know, a lot of people watched. I mean, it was, it was, I lost some money. You know, I wish I had a bet mm-hmm. on Bravado, because for those of you who don't bet, you know, even though betting is illegal in some states, by the way, let me ask. But... Mm-hmm. $10, they had a bet. If Rob mm-hmm. Gronkowski scored two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, it was plus 4000 Now, oh, let's put boy. this in dollars. 
If you would have bet ten dollars, you would have got back forty thousand dollars, people. A dollar would have got you back wow. four thousand. You know. Wow. I wasn't that fortunate. Wow. I I was a bank on Monday, but it's okay. Good game though. Good game. <laughs> How about you? How'd you enjoy your weekend? Weekend was good. It was a little crazy. You know, we got more snow. We I think we're gonna have snow until next Christmas. I'm serious. <laughs> You should Dang. see the amount of snow that I have. It actually snowed on Super Bowl Sunday. But um Wow. What was a game what you thought it would be, Jazz? Did you think it was all it led up to be? You know, I gotta say, I mean, I I was a little I was a little disappointed. I mean, I I, I thought mm-hmm. that that K C would they just got they just got out muscled, out hustled, out played. It just mm-hmm. I expected more. I, I did. I mean fifteen to one. Only team you lose mm-hmm. to is the Los Angeles Raiders. I mean, well the Las mm-hmm. Vegas Raiders. And mm-hmm. you lose you don't even score nine you don't even put up double digit points. I mean the most prolific right. offense in the league and you get held to nine points. I just not only I that yeah, not only that, but to not even be able to score a touchdown. You're just relegated to three field goals. I did not see that coming. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. Yeah, I don't think that. Hmm. I mean, well, let me let me let me ask you this. I mean, in your opinion, was 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 McCombs a little a little gimpy? Do you think that the leg was bothered? Mahomes. You mean yeah, Mahomes? Yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, I, I saw him with a little slight limp, but I would not say that it – because he's been in this position before. He's been in this predicament before. So we're not going to let that be the, the driving excuse for him because I think his defense let, let the team – I don't think it was just his fault. It was a team fault. Yeah. And I think the defense was out there on the field extremely, extremely too long. Todd Bowles came with the game plan. I got to give it to him. I really do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, I will say mm-hmm. this. I, I, you know, watching the game, as the game unfolded, the one thing about Kansas City is they had – and I think that anybody would agree if you watched the game. Kansas City cornerbacks need to understand how to cover – without grabbing, uh-huh. without being so aggressive. Uh-huh. Because they had at least five holding penalties, at least, at least right. five. Right. I mean, uh-huh. they had two back-to-back. It was, it was, it, it got to be real redundant. And my thing is, uh-huh. in today's NFL, you have uh-huh. the biggest game of the year with the best graded referees. Great, and they're working the game. Those things mm-hmm. that you was getting away that you was getting away with, you're not getting away with in this game. So okay. I think this Spagnolia should, and I understand he wants his cornerbacks to be aggressive and you know keep, you know keep you know put their hands on receivers, but that game 
that game, out of any game, you should have been like, look, we got to play him a little differently, y'all. Even Tony Romo said it before the game even started. He was like, yo, these guys like the hole. They like the hole. He said that. Mm-hmm. And turned out to but be yes. really, really true. But, yes, do, do you think, you know, and once again, you're listening to, listening to Less Chat Sports. My name is Tony, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Jazz. But do you think that the referees were just slightly biased to the home team. There was so many calls by the referee. It it can kind of take you out of the game. How do I mean, you feel about that? I, I can't agree it was with a little that. One-sided. I, I can't agree with that because every time they made a call, mm-hmm. it really happened. I mean, it's not like the only call that the only call that I didn't agree with was. The thirty-one yard penalty when um when the cornerback was when they, when he tripped up um Mike Evans. That's the only okay. one out of all of them that I didn't agree with because I felt like their legs, they their feet got tangled up. That's supposed to be a no call. Other than that, mm-hmm. every call mm-hmm. that they made was one hundred percent correct. I couldn't dispute any of the other calls. What about you? Mm-hmm. What do you think? It just seemed like the whistle was being blown every other place. You know, I I I wasn't able to sit down and watch the game, but I was listening to the game. You know, me and my my Super Bowl spread and everything. But even my son said the game was not what he thought it would be. A lot of a lot of people are are questioning Patrick Mahomes being what he is as far as a quarterback. You know, now they're saying, oh, Deshaun Watson is better than him. And no. Have you heard that? Have you heard that? I was just listening to it before the show, how a lot of, of the sports pundits, the sports pundits are saying, oh, we knew it. How are you going to base it off one play, one game, that you yeah, lost so much credibility? I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. But, you know, you have – but, you know, what? It's, it's the same thing. You're talking about – you're talking about pundits or jackasses or dumbasses or whatever you want to call them, <laughs> depending on what you listen to. But for me, everybody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. But right. there is no way, no how, that you could take one game. Because these same guys that you said, they're saying that uh, Deshaun Watson's better. Beginning next year, mm-hmm. they go 2-0, mm-hmm. they're going to be saying the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Bandwagon guy. Exactly. Fuck them. Fuck them. That Monday, Let's Monday, Monday morning quarterback. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's be clear. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, for me, he's the best quarterback in the league because the system he runs is for his skill set is the best system. Right. And it, we talked it, about it totally, that last week. Yeah, it, it totally that system is tailor made for his skill set. Nothing against Lamar Jackson, nothing against Deshaun Watson, nothing against Kyler Murray, uh, Matthew Stafford. You you, you go Stafford, you go all out, uh, however you want to play it. But mm-hmm. for me right now, Patrick Mahomes is that guy at quarterback. But okay. I think that right That's now every, everybody's mm-hmm. a little disappointed now. Uh, maybe, it's, maybe he's and not I, the best no more. You know. Right. 
and they're reaching, and they're reaching. <laughs> they're reaching. I mean, they probably did yeah. the same. I mean, I'm, I can't. I'm pretty sure they probably said the same thing with Tom Brady when they lost to Philadelphia. Oh, Tom Brady ain't got it no more. Oh, can he do it? Can he still do it? Oh. Mm-hmm. So oh, even sure when the they lost, uh, and even when they lost to the Giants that year, that they had that perfect, that perfect oh, season. You know, the the pundit, that Monday morning mm-hmm. quarterback once again. But Jeff, I want to ask you. Let's talk about TB number twelve himself. How did he look to you on Sunday? I mean, you know, it's it's you know. I mean, for me, I mean, he looked great. He he managed the offense. He a little older, but he managed the mm-hmm. offense. He not getting out of the quarterback. He not getting out of the pocket like he used to. Out but the pocket. um, mm-hmm. you know, he 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 looked fine to me. He picked him apart. He made the throws. He may not be able he to. Did. He may not be able to get it, you know, fifty yards downfield. But I think if mm-hmm. you got him throwing. Within thirty yards, oh, he's pinpoint. Mm-hmm. He's he's Montana. Right. He's pinpoint. Now when right. you get a little deeper, but detail, you know what I think? What? Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I want you to finish that thought. No, I want to say just that uh, as he, when when you ask him to throw a little deeper, then the the, the arm strength is not there. But he's forty three years old. I mean, what do you expect? That's true. But you know what I think, Jazz? I think that Tampa Bay was hungry. You know, they were yeah. they were excited to be in the position they were in. You know, a lot of people had, didn't think that they were would be in that position. And I also think that Tom Brady brings out the good, the best play in the player. You know, he makes those around him better. And I got to give it to him. You know, a lot of people didn't think that he would be there after he left New England. You know, that, that talk was still rumbling even up until – kickoff time on Sunday. Can he mm-hmm. do it without Belichick? You know, so he, he proved. And they were hungry. I think they were a little bit more hungry than Kansas City. What do you think about yeah. that? Well, I mean, you know, after, you know, after Tom Brady lost, after they, you know, after he left New England, you know, everybody was mm-hmm. kind of like, damn, Tom Brady actually leaving? Exactly. But mm-hmm. to go to the most, I think the most impressive part for me was the fact that he went to Tampa Bay. And as they start talking about the game, you realize that they were saying that um, Brian Leftwich is the curator of that offense, not Bruce Arian. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they they run a Bruce Arian offense, but the fact that Brian Leftwich is the curator of that offense is incredible because Brian Leftwich right now has become in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because, mm-hmm. again, when you see Tom Brady go to the sideline and he goes to Brian Leftwich, not Bruce Arians, it's just like in New England when he goes to the sideline, he didn't go to Bill Belichick. He went to McDaniels. They mm-hmm. they do that. So the fact that he, you know, not only did he went to Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay has, you know, um, their defensive coordinator is African-American, their offensive coordinator is African-American. They, you can go on and on. And, mm-hmm. you know, 
I like that, and I like also the fact that when he went there, he went there, and early in the year, Bruce Arians was kind of ripping him about making bad decisions. The interceptions, exactly. turnovers, he took that. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't become a prima donna. Oh, how are you going to be calling me out? I'm Tom Brady. I'm the greatest. You mm-hmm. shouldn't be calling me out. Mm-hmm. Instead, he took the criticism and was like, yo, I'm going to get better. And then he got better. Right. So right. I think it's a perfect match. I mean, my question to you is, does he come back? I think so. Unless he was just riding on the high of winning the Super Bowl, it looked like he was ready. His team, you know, at the end of the at the end of the game, he said he was asked, "Is he coming back?" Now, I that repeat is strong. That feeling, that desire to want to repeat, is strong, Jack. <laughs> especially when, especially when the team is doubted to even get the, the win in and of itself. Yeah. But I really do think that he will come back at least one more year to do a repeat and to show them that, yeah, I, I still got it, you know, and it wasn't just lucky number seven. Well, you want to know something? I feel good for two guys, and, I, and I'm going to tell you who. I feel good. Okay. I think, for, I, know, I, think I know who you're going to say, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I feel good for Indonica Sue because – Oh, okay. From Detroit to um, he, when he went to Detroit, the whole problem with that and the just Adonikin Sue's whole jacket about people talking about he's a he's a dirty player, he's this, he's that, you know, he can't be a team player. Da da da. I feel good. I feel great for him to finally, before he retired, get that Super Bowl ring, and of course. I feel good for your boy because, you know, <laughs> when you blow off two of your fidgets and people say you're done, and not only does mm-hmm. he come back and play, but he plays this year at a Pro Bowl level, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to give it to him. And the fact that during the, during, yeah. the comp, during the Super Bowl, they pointed out that he's 7-0 in the postseason. That didn't help. That didn't hurt either. Mm-mm. You know, he his name was ringing. His name was ringing on the tongues as well. And also, what do you think about the play of Antonio Brown? No one thought that he would be where he is, man. That's one of the people I thought you were going to say something. I thought that's one of the people I thought you were going to mention. Well, AB, I I I feel I feel I ain't saying I feel good. AB is AB. I don't agree with Mm -hmm. how he moves around. I don't agree with right. some of the things that he say because I do believe that A.B. sometimes be on that fuck shit. But, I mean, it's a redemption story. But my only thing about A.B. is does he go off the grid next year? That's it. And go back to yeah. that fuck shit. Because mm-hmm. even though, even in the press conferences in the Super Bowl, Every press conference was me, me, me. What I've been through, what I've been through, what I've been through. Like, dude, right. dude, right? You, you, you haven't been through. A, I mean, don't get me wrong. You've been through some things as we all have, but mm-hmm. you are in a place where most people are envious and would love to be in, right. in that position. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't really. Yeah, I, I, 
I would like to see what he does next year before I feel good about him. No disrespect. Mm-hmm. You know, but, again, the true redemption story is not what you do in success, but what you do in failure. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And how you handle it. And how you handle exactly. it going forward. Uh, and another one I was excited to see, you know, it's I just all around Gronk. How do you feel about his play? Coming out of retirement. Yo. Yeah, he, 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 he showed up, man. I'm telling you, he, he well, he got another ring. Out. Yeah, he, he got another ring. I mean, and, I'm, and the thing is, you know, looking at him last year on Fox, you could you could kind of tell, like he like yeah, you know, I you know, I think I can still play. You know what I'm saying? But you know, the fact that Tom said, "Yo, come back," he came back, and if if, if you've been watching the Tampa Bay season, really the the tight end break had a better season than Gronk. He put up better numbers than Gronk. Gronk was, you know, so the fact that Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, I'm going back to my man. Not only did Gronk get more playing time than Brady, but he had much, of course he had better stats than Brady. I mean, so I I feel good for Gronk. Now my thing is with Gronk is, do you try to push it and come back? Because Remember before he went to Tampa Bay, when he was when he spent that last year with New England, he was out a lot. And those last couple of years of New England, he was out hurt a lot. So mm-hmm. he was relatively healthy this year. So does he try to push it? Or does he take right. the one and be like, you know what? I'm one and done. Mm-hmm. I got the mm-hmm. ring, so <laughs> what do you think? That's a good point. You know, I hadn't even thought about that because, like you said, he came in in the season relatively healthy, and that, for a football player, you know, that that's gold, mm-hmm. you know, and especially at his position. Now, it's really going to be interesting to see who, how he handles the off season. You know, a lot of people, they, they, they talk, and they kind of let you know where they're, where they're kind of leaning as far as coming back, especially a player of his caliber and what he means mm-hmm. to a team. But I'm just – I think that Brady would get in his ear. I really do, you know, and, and they would try to do it again. I really do feel that way. But if you're listening and you want to weigh in on what Jazz and I are speaking, I see you guys in the in the, in the queue. Press your one and we'll bring you in. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And, Jazz, you know what, our guest tonight, our former NFL player and Super Bowl champ, Mr. Tony Adams, I'd be really interested to hear his take on this past weekend's game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can't, can't wait for him to join us. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you Especially had to, being so, a former player of the, the New England Patriots. Absolutely. I would love I – would, I, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, ask him some – see if he could pass on some – some Patriot secrets to us before before he <laughs> departs the show. You know, give us some Belichick jewels. You know what I mean? That's a good point, Jeff. We're gonna have to see if we can we can somehow get him to spill some beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, but I so now if you if you you know how did you feel about the game? I mean, did you did you think besides the penalties, did it flow well for you? Did you did it keep you interested? Not what I expected, you know. I was all hyped, you know. I really was hyped about it. You know, I knew this was going to be like a great game, you know, the goat against the kid, you know. You can't mm-hmm. get it any better. But 
and I think even the, the lead up to the game mm-hmm. was exciting. Okay. But I okay. think it, it it just fell a little bit short for me. It really did. It wasn't it wasn't what I expected it to be, you know. And I think it was because of the okay. dominance of Tam. It, it was like Casey didn't really show up the way they should have shown up, or they could have shown up, or the way they've shown up in the past this season. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I will. I, I agree with you totally that it wasn't. Um, you know, if I think that, like you said, if there was a little more, if there was a little more, um, you know, if, so if it was a little closer, forth. yeah, yeah, a little closer, yeah. a little more competitive, you know, right. those Super Bowls tend to always stand out, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you, and I'm gonna ask you a question. I've been asking people this uh, past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Seeing the performance of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Is it? Would you have rather had seen the Buffalo Bills in their place? Mm. You think it might have been more? Concerned? That's a good question. That's a good question, but I think I still would have preferred to see Kansas City. I mean, Josh Allen, their their quarterback, and their team—they're on the rise. You know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if if, if they're not at a higher level next season. You know, they're one of those teams to look out for, you know, and they they improved. They they were actually – I actually watched some of their games this season. Mm -hmm. Okay. And especially that game between Casey and the Bills, it was was actually a pretty good game. But Mm -hmm. I I think they they are one of the teams to look out for. Okay. I don't know if it would have okay. been more competitive. I, I, I haven't I hadn't really thought of it in that aspect. Okay. Hmm. I see you giving me some food for thought on that one. <laughs> well, I okay, well, since that's the case, then I got one more question for you. Do you okay. do you believe that in your opinion, do you think that Kansas City will back will be back in the Super Bowl a third time? I do. I do. I think they wow. have learned this one, and I, I, I was quick with that answer, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you look okay. I, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> but the question is, will Tampa Bay be back in the Super Bowl? You know, uh, I think Kansas City will be back before really? Tampa Bay. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, y'all heard it here on Tuesday night, February 8th. What time okay. is it? 8.27. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm going. I'm. I'm taking that leap, guys. I'm taking that leap. Ah. What? What's your prediction? What is your prediction? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I like the way you put that because, you know, I think KC is more of a sure thing than Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to, and you know, it's hard to. Continue to run when you have an aging team, and Tampa okay. Bay is definitely an older team. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you look at between TB, uh, Sue, uh, Pierre Paul, um, Vita, um, AB, 
Um, mm-hmm. you, you you got some veterans on that team. And, you know, yeah. again, I think that anything, any team could get sidelined by injuries. So mm-hmm. in order for you to make the run, to make that run to the Super Bowl, you have to stay injury-free for the most part. And that's you know, hard one, in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. I mean, neither one of these teams sustained a, a devastating injury to to a starter. You know, so they've been relatively injury-free. Mm-hmm. So, you know, can that happen two years in a row? It usually doesn't. Not at this stage, and not like you said with the aging players, you know. So that's going to be something to watch because I so hadn't like even thought said, of it that way. Because they got quite a quite they're not the youngest team in the league. No, I mean, you got to think about it. Let's think about this: Tom Brady, Gronkowski, AB, and everybody kept saying this during the broadcast. Those three guys were not on the team at the end of last year. Exactly. Mhm. And and I could even mm-hmm. go and you could even say, um, I don't even know if Leonard Fournette was there at the end of last year. Leonard Fournette showed up. I think I heard so, that he wasn't. Yeah. So if he would, that's four, four of the main contributors, and they weren't even on the team last year. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? So. That you know, I would I would agree with you if I had to pick. I think mm-hmm. it would be Kansas City more so than Tampa Bay. But of course, you know who am I? Because I picked Kansas City last week to, <laughs> to win. straight slaughter Tampa Bay. You know, I mean, anything I'm like, why is Tampa Bay even there? They they gonna get slaughtered. They can't cover Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Nobody could cover Tyreek Hill. Right, we were both in that boat. No, <laughs> they took him out of the game and then had me sitting there, the tight face. <laughs> you had the tight face, really, really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like this, man. I went, I went to work. I tell you, I went to work on Monday. Yeah, I ain't even. I couldn't even. I was just handing out money, man. Like, handing out money like a regular <laughs> president, dude. <laughs> handing out money like cigars after my after my after I had a baby. Like yo, you know. wow! I'm sure you wasn't a happy camper. Once again, you let's listen to Let's Chat Sports. My name is Tony, and we got Mr. Bank over there. Mr. Jazz had about money. Yo, vote for me. We're waiting for our yeah. special guest. We actually have a hand up, Jazz. Let's take this call before our special guest, Mr. Tony Adams, okay. comes into the chat room. We're going to bring in nine seven three five one seven. Welcome to Let's Chat Sports. How are y'all? Happy New Year's, Gibbs. Hey. I, I wanted to say hi. Hey, Gibbs. What's happening, Gibbs? What's the word, baby girl? <laughs> or should I say author, Gibbs? Let's say author, Gibbs. Let's give you a proper due. <laughs> I, was, I was asking y'all, Mr. Jazz, what, um, who had the bet that you said? I put it on the comments. Y'all probably didn't see him on Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that was actually you. T- which, now you talking which bet are you talking about? The big. You talking about the Gronk bet? Big bet. What was it? Oh, the Gronk, the Gronkowski bet. 
Oh, I didn't know because I, I I missed exactly what you said when you first came on, but it was a lot of money. Well, I wanted to know. Oh yeah, it was Gronk. <laughs> they had a bet on bravado. They said that if Gronk scored two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, the bet was plus four thousand. Mm-hmm. Which wow. in lame in dollars that means that for every dollar you bet on that, you get mm-hmm. back four thousand. That's amazing. So if you bet ten, you mm-hmm. you got back forty thousand mm-hmm. now. That's what I want to know because you know we we um always do the football pools or whatever like the boxes, but it wasn't yeah. no money like that. But my mother she did win, <laughs> so I'm excited for her. She won third and fourth quarter. You know fourth quarter wow. always the big money. Oh, so, word. yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. So let me tell y'all real quick because people listen uh, to me. So I'm on Facebook messing with them. I'm gonna tell y'all Tweety, her cousin. Shay, she she have all these different names, but she's scared to come on. But I'm gonna tell y'all, she's a Giants fan. She wants to talk Ooh. junk about the Cowboys, but she's scared that Tweety gonna get on her. So I had to <laughs> tell y'all that for her. Wow. Hello, don't be scared. Don't be scared. It's no, all so her. Be, I'm down here. Junk about them too. <laughs> we always we that's the best thing to be talking junk about. She's a Giants fan. Like, really, do you really, can she, does she really have a lot to say? She's a Giants fan. Like, really, like, you know. (laughs) Mr. Jazz. Don't pay him no mind. Who? Jazz been talking about our team all the time. (laughs) Daniel Jones is their quarterback. Like, really? But, serious, (laughs) don't, don't talk bad about him because he really is young, but he's going to be all right. You know, he's not awful. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be all right when they cut him. Mm-mm-mm. Nah, I have I have a little bit more faith in him than I just Sam Donald. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you need to be worried about if Shaquan Barkley gonna come back 100. percent I just need to be worried about. It. It's Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah, Saquon. Yeah, I'm let's, just gonna let's call him Barkley. Right. How about that? Let's, How about let's that? get the name right. Since y'all all sensitive with my name, been, look, I've been messing up names all night. Okay. There's no time to start now. <laughs> that's true. That's true. With that, because you know, we always appreciate when you join us. We have been, you have been one yeah. of our biggest supporters, and we appreciate and thank you for it. And you both, Mr. Green. I hope he, supporters. I hope he, I hope he's all healed up, and I hope he all cried out. Tell them that you know it'll be mm-hmm. better next year. You know. <laughs> no, you know they hurt. <laughs> Both of them, for my mother and Mr. Green, I felt so bad for them because I really thought they were going to make it. They did so good, and then they just didn't last. I don't get it. Like, they had a wonderful Uh record, did so good up until the playoffs. Like, that sucks. Uh That's what happens when you you overpay an old aging quarterback. That's what happens. But I'm really serious, y'all. I really thought we were going (laughs) to watch them play in the Super Bowl. I'm so serious. I was going to cheer for them. Mm-hmm. Well, well, next year oh, we got next year to look forward to. She said she pressed. Yeah, one we have already. someone. We gotta press her, bring her in because our guest is always also pulling up into the chat room. Okay. So thanks so much, guys. We gotta bring her in. Love you, baby. Good night. Okay, I love y'all. I right, love you too, love baby. Me too. You on Let's Chat Sports? What's your name? Thanks for calling in. Hey, how y'all doing? My name is Shay. Hey, what's going on, baby? Everybody calls me Shay. Hey, Shay. Hey, Shay. How y'all doing? How y'all doing, family? Doing well. How you doing? Thank you. I'm feeling blessed. All right, what you got? What you got? What you got for us? 
these terrible Cowboys. I saw them playing on Sunday. They wasn't slick. No Kansas City <laughs> Cowboys wasn't was not Oh no, she said the Kansas City Cowboys. Wow. I think I think I think uh, Tom Brady had a um, had married one of the referees to say, "Baby, let's cheat through the whole game. Let's make that our commitment." <laughs> oh, that's so. He, he's gonna wow. marry old girl. You gonna marry old girl with the blonde ponytail? That's what you gonna do? Yeah, he he married Becky. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah, well, that's we, how, that's we, that's we how they got all the holding penalties. Yeah, but let's talk about the, my. I love my my beautiful cousin Tweety, but your team is not America's favorite team. Y'all team is Bute. Y'all are bottom of the barrel. Y'all think y'all can okay. play well, but y'all can't. Okay. Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Tony, Tony Romo had a moment last night when he saw Tom Brady. He said, "Man, I wish I was out there again." Yeah, but you retired. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, wow, he, that Prescott on the other end, that Prescott probably gonna come over to the Giants, and they're gonna we're gonna give y'all Daniel. Oh, I, I don't know about that, Shay, but we gotta, we we want you to call us back next week when we can talk about it. Uh, we have our special guest in the, in the chat room tonight, so thanks so much for joining us, Shay. Shay, no you problem. gotta call back, baby. You are funny. Okay, call back next week. Okay, I like that. Okay, no problem. I know. Up next is our special guest, one and only NFL former player and Super Bowl champ, Mr. Tony Adams. Hello, Mr. Adams. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Adams? I'm doing good. Doing good. Got it good, man. (laughs) What's the word? Absolutely. So yeah, for all those that are not familiar with what's the word, baby? What's the word? What you, what you got? You know, how how did how did you enjoy the game? Let's just get right into it. Hey man, I, you already know TV, NTV. It was meant to be, you know. So I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I had really fun. I had a lot of fun watching it. You know, um, I think it was unfortunate that a couple of linemen went down for Kansas City. It really changed the game, mm-hmm. but ultimately, you know. You know, it was it was the writing on the wall. It was really, I don't know if it was meant to be, but I mean, it was meant to be because it happened. But it's incredible, man. It's just greatness. Mm-hmm. We got to witness it, so I'm I'm glad to see it in that point of view. Definitely in both in both ways. Mhm. Mm. And that did was the outcome was the build up what you thought it would be? No, I I, I thought it was gonna be close. I thought they're gonna put up a lot more points in that Kansas City, but um. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's it is what it is. You know, I think that the Tampa Bay defense—they were always good. They always had a pretty good season and have they've been playing pretty well all year. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, DB showed up. You know, Gronk had two touchdowns, and it was like it was just, it was just a symphony out there. It was really enjoyed. I enjoyed watching it too. Good football. Mhm, mhm. I think Tom um, both came with a, a game, and um, I just thought it would be a bit more competitive. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, it definitely got it got definitely stalled at the end of it to where like they just ran away with the game. Um, you you mm-hmm. would think that they would kind of change up their game plan in Kansas City, but you know just try to like right. You know, um, supplement losing those two guys because apparently you know when you lose a couple of linemen, it changes your, it changes your whole really your, your whole strategy. So um, mm-hmm. I guess they couldn't adjust mm-hmm. it if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right. I was going to ask you that now because you are your your position was the center, correct? Yeah, yeah. So now let me ask you because again, you 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 know you made the point twice, so I wanted to ask you how does the game differ when you lose Fisher and the other tackle as a center? How does that affect your line play? It's definitely big in pass protection. You have a couple guys that are meant to be um, protectors, especially their left tackles. Like that's the blind side. You know, everybody's familiar with the movie, mm-hmm. but it's really, it really is important because if Mahomes doesn't have the necessary times to make his reads, to really settle in there and make a good throw, that's his bread and butter. That's what they're mm-hmm. supposed to do. You know what I mean? You saw Mahomes throw a ball basically like leaned all the way to the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, a lot of times, you know, if you have good tackles on the on the edges and then that can protect, you know, that leverage point, Mahomes wouldn't have to make that kind of throw. He would be able to okay. stay in there a little bit more or even make some more time. So, it really throws a wrench in, you know, if you if the guys that come in aren't as talented as those guys or you have to kind of adjust protections because sometimes you have to have, say, your best two guys come out and one guy comes in and he's not as good as, as um, the other guy, you might have to bring another guy in to protect so you don't have another guy to go out and run a route, right, and put another dent into the defense. Okay. So there's a lot that goes, you know, anytime you have a player that goes down, even the long snapper, if the long snapper goes down, definitely some teams is, is really out of it, you know. So, um, but tackles are very important. It, it makes a big change, you know, it, it definitely into personnel and, and, and plays and gameplay. What, what now, it, a, a follow-up question to that is, because cause you notice during the game, you know, Tampa Bay was able to get a lot of pressure on Mahomes, something that yeah. most teams outside of Las Vegas Raiders basically did the same thing that Tampa Bay did. They basically followed what they did, which was we're going to do two deep safeties and we're going to rush a linebacker, two D linemen. So with, yep. the two, with your two – Tackles being out, even though they had a week, even though for Fisher case they had two weeks to prepare, and for the other tackle, how does that when when it's time to like the lights are on now, how do you protect against the blitz when you don't when like I said the, the guys who are playing haven't played with this group all year. Mm. So That's when it's a great time question. to blitz. Yeah, when you yeah. got a blitz coming, mm-hmm. how do you call that? You, mm-hmm. you know, especially being in the league that they're in, um, you know, they've gone through, like, whoever came in has gone through college, high school, to where they may be able to recognize uh, a blitz. Or definitely in the film room, mm-hmm. you got to, if you're a second mm-hmm. man, you got you have to pay attention in every facet of the game because you never know when your number's called. So, it's really preparation before the game because no team is going to do anything too different than what they've been doing all year, especially if it's a Super Bowl. They're going to stick to things that make it, that, that have worked. And so your job as a backup is to be just as prepared or even over-prepared as a starter, right? Because you're a backup, you may not be as talented, you may not be able to get away with things. And if you don't come in there as prepared as the starter or even more, you're not really doing your due diligence, you know, and it, that, and it, cost them, it cost them the game. Well, it doesn't, I'm gonna, I don't want to say that those two people crossing the game, but not not being as prepared as you want to be. One thing that I really learned with being in New England is be over prepared mm-hmm. in any situation. 
you know. And that's what Bill Belichick mm. was and Tom Brady was. They came to every meeting room extremely prepared and made you feel like you were prepared even though you didn't even do as much preparation as they did. Really? You know, that's, that's how, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how confident they were in every game plan it was. Like, you went into the meeting room and then they said, all right, yeah, this is what they do. This is what, this is how they, this is what they do to uh, make sure that you do this. This is how we defeat it. All right, let's go, let's go to practice. It was just so smooth. Mm-hmm. It was just so, you know, it was just so um, consistent too. Like, there was no question of how to beat these guys. All we had to do was do our jobs. And that's what he stands on all the time, Bill Belichick. I always rock with him for what he says, just do your job. And he said, do your job, do your job well. So, And a part of that is being prepared. Mm-hmm. Now, that's so, something I have always heard about Belichick as well. And I want to ask you, Tony, you know, we talked about at the start of the show that Tom Brady seems to bring out the best in his team. Do you agree with that? And, and, and did it affect a lot of plays in New England? Absolutely, man. Because, you know, in, in New England, it like, <laughs> it was a grind. Like, it was a it was a grind all year. Even though I wasn't there all year, you could, you could tell that um, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, mm-hmm. we, we, they, they gave it, they did give us a lot of time to, you know, relax and everything else like that. But when we were in the meeting rooms and we were in that facility, man, it was gung-ho. Like, but, um, and they really? didn't let up. Having a great leader as in Tom and then, Gronk was a good leader, too. He wasn't as vocal up there in New England, but Tom was someone who always, you know, his attitude towards everything was just so genuine and, and so um, uplifting. You know what I mean? It was like, okay. when I was, a, I was a guy who came in, I came in real late, like week 15 or 16, and um, uh-huh. I've been a big, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, so I grew up watching the Patriots okay. like, since I did. And so, when I was in the meeting room and they signed me, after the meeting, he came up to me after the meeting and said, mm-hmm. how you doing? My name is Tom. And I'm like, duh. Like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, wow. yeah, I know you're not. <laughs> really dumbfounded. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, that, that's who he is. You know, a, a guy that you know, no one has heard of, no one, you know what I mean, me coming in and really a, a guy that, you know, has been home for several weeks, got cut early on in uh, at camp. But he comes up to me and says, how you doing? My name is Tom. And then introduces himself to me. So that's the kind of attitude mm-hmm. he had towards everybody. Wow. He was that kind of guy who um, was really enjoying what he was doing and, and was there for the team. You know, he always took a pay cut. I remember seeing that always in his mm-hmm. contracts. Like, mm-hmm. he never really mm-hmm. got yeah. his maxed out deal that he could have got. And yeah. it showed. As soon as you got there, that's, yeah. who he, that's who he was. Very genuine guy, genuine dude. Really yeah. loving him. I'm a big fan uh-huh. of him. And, you mm-hmm. know, and it's funny you mentioned that. It's funny you mentioned that because I remember I read an article, and I remember – when Peyton Manning went to Denver, and Denver said, yo, how much you want? And he said, I want to make what Tom Brady makes. He said, because Tom, what Tom Brady makes is enough for the team to add pieces. Yeah. He said, I don't yep. want to make $25, 30000000 Because if Tom's good with making 16 that means that his team is able to build around him, and they can keep the machine right. flowing. And that's exactly yep. what he did. And they won a championship. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're exactly right about him taking pay cuts. It's about winning to them. It's about winning to them. Like there's nothing, there's nothing else that it matters. It's about winning, and, and that, that's what you can tell right. what the culture is. Really was mm-hmm. a trickle down effect. The culture ended up being in, mm-hmm. in the in the facility. Not about you. It's about us. It's about the team. It's never about you. And that and then you could tell that 
that's the kind of guys that Bill Belichick was able to get in his squad is very selfless guys that just wanted to work hard and wanted to win. There was no uh, ifs, ands, or, or buts about anything that was in the building. And anybody who was about themselves, they was cut the next day or they was cut within a week, no matter wow. how good wow. you are. Wow. Wow. But you can you can tell he brings that team mentality and that winning mentality, you know, and it's it's a testament to who he is and how far he's come today and why we were seeing him on Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can see how competitive he is too. A lot of people would call him like crybaby or something if he was like complaining about. But he's just a competitive dude, you know. Right. It's really about winning. Right. It's, it's exactly. No and it's good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So being being in the I got a question. Being in the in the in that the machine. That I, I have a qu I I gotta ask you this. Why did you think that New England made the transition away from Tom Brady? In your opinion, if you would if you're willing to share. You know, being okay from a fan's perspective, like even before I was signed, I think I was, I think I was like sixteen or seventeen when I first saw something like this. Tom Brady was, he was a team guy, you know what I'm saying, but he handled his business. I, I felt like he wanted to handle his business on his own accord, meaning how he wanted to take care of his body was very specific to how Tom wanted to. You see how Tom, you know, how he eats and what he does to work out and stuff. It's very specific. Mm-hmm. And they were going through a lot of uh, different trials and tribulations with his trainer. Do y'all, do y'all remember that at all? Absolutely. I remember the stories was mm-hmm. coming out about his trainer getting yeah. banned from the facility and da da da. Right. It's, and I I can't say too much because I don't necessarily know. I'm I'm not you know I'm not neither Bill Belichick or Tom Brady neither. I am I that close to them. I understand. Um, mm-hmm. But like you would never see Tom Brady in the weight room. Does that make sense? Like, what, what, wow. while I was there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But he didn't need that. He didn't, he's 40 years old. He, You would assume that he, you know exactly how exactly how I need to take care of his body. Right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Bill Belichick ran his ship how Bill wanted to run his ship. But he was still, he's still a very cool person. Like, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't, everybody loved Bill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But okay. you can tell that it was just a grind. It was a big, it was a huge grind. And you remember when Gronk was telling that that um, like he, he he didn't really enjoy the Absolutely. game anymore. I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was an injury. And plus, he was getting injured. A lot. Yeah, right. That's because they, like when you're up there, like when I I was a practice squad player, but we were squatting like eighty five, ninety percent of our max twice a week, and Ooh. people that were starting mm-hmm. had to squat eighty five to ninety, or like at least eighty percent of their max once a week. Mm-hmm. So, like, and that was during the game. We were in week 16. We were, like, week oh 16, God. 17, and we still had to squat, you know, at least once a week. And oh I don't God. know how normal that is for the programs, but I know that we didn't do that. I didn't do that in college, and I know for sure I didn't do that in high school. Oof. But if you look mm-hmm. at the sustainability of us and why we were able to win games, the, when we won that Super Bowl that year, we were yeah. killing teams in the playoffs because we just lasted longer than them. So, Bill wow. Belichick, his system, but it's a, it's a definitely a grind. On the on the athlete in their body, right? But all respect mm-hmm. to him because he knows that we can recover, and then ultimately yes. play well in the game. But I, I can just mm-hmm. imagine like being Gronk, being Gronkowski, having to go through 
those regiments, then mm-hmm. still have you play a game. And they're playing 20 games a season, right? They're playing mm-hmm. preseason, they're playing yeah. games, and they get Super Bowl. So yeah. think about all mm-hmm. that those years. You you just get tired, and you're just going through you going through rigorous. Um, I, I don't want to say yeah, rigorous meetings because you know you have to know the playbook. You have mm-hmm. to know you know you have to adjust every week, and you got a new guy every week, and the guy's mm-hmm. getting tackled every. So like yep. if you look at those kind of things, it's just. It's just you're ready for a change because it's just like you you, you get to get like I'm not I wasn't there for a long time but only like I can only imagine how they were um, oh being in the inside and out year after yeah, year right. yes because uh-huh. they're playing 20 games and they're going it's a it's a tough it's a physical thing I'm I'm saying more for Gronkowski because mm-hmm. I saw his face like I saw his face when he would come in meeting rooms and it was like mm-hmm. you could tell that he was hurt. Right, you could tell that, and he said it himself. So I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna say it. Like I'm not gonna yeah. say anything he didn't say. Yeah, you could tell that he was drained, you know, but he right. was still being Gronk. He was still doing his thing. But mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's tough. But if we win, it, we, you're winning, you know. So what's the cost? Yeah, yeah. Right. So you got to, and then for Tom, I don't know, because Tom, I, you you can never really pin it on on what he was doing. I just know that he was doing his own thing. And I feel like mm-hmm. he probably had a lot of freedom down in Tampa Bay to really do exactly what Tom wanted to do. You know what okay. I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would have assumed that. But they got along well. They were still mm-hmm. cool. Like, wasn't, it wasn't like they hated each other or nothing like that. And they was winning, mm-hmm. so they definitely, definitely. But that's what I feel And when you're like. winning, it's all good. And when you're winning, it's all yeah. good. Well, we, we want to switch switch gears, Tony, and we so appreciate that inside look into the NFL, and especially with uh, Gronk and Tom. But let's talk about your sporting goods and training company. Give us a little bit of info on that. Oh, yeah, no problem. So um, we sell high-combat um, training machines that mm-hmm. are available mm-hmm. to, rest, to football players, to MMA guys, and what we focus on is being able to um, really execute real lifelike reps having another mm-hmm. person. We sell very lifelike dummies, and it's all Ooh. through the great God, first of all. And second of all, my father, he's he's been able to – he started manufacturing certain pieces of equipment about 45 years ago. He was a okay. um, two-time national champ wrestler at Iowa State, and then he was a – you know, he won he – won, uh, yeah, he won a few um, NCAA championships. And so he started out with his um, template on wrestling dummies, and they're very mm-hmm. e- effective in development for wrestlers. And me and him mm-hmm. came together, and we kind of understood that it doesn't have to be just wrestlers. It could be a whole oh. – everybody who has kick, punch, hit, strike, yeah. any type of high combat thing, and he, he manufactures them. I help him out. And we and it's really like a father son mm-hmm. business, but his he has a separate business A and W, and mine I'm branching off to Adams Athletics to get my expertise in my field. Yeah. He has expertise in wrestling, but through the grace of like through through my journey, through my life, and through my play, I feel like I've gained expertise <laughs> in football itself. So I've been able to mm-hmm. kind of cater to his invention and bring it to the football realm, and really just right. um, make it as best as possible. And now we're going to try to even venture to MMA a little bit to where it's a full all-around workout and it's you're hitting, punching, kicking, you're trying to work in takedowns and like that. So we're starting off 
he's already doing really well in his wrestling business. I don't want to say it's it's because of he's been working at it so long, so it's, he's made it very um, precise in how effective and how efficient it is and how useful it is for for people. But now we're kind of breaking yeah. off in another really expand. And I, you know, through the grace of God, I've been so fortunate and blessed to have the opportunity to take that and really try to do something myself uh, and part of this business. So he let me have the reins on this side. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how does so uh-huh. how does it work? Is it, yeah, how does it work? Yeah. How does it you know, does it you know, do you is the dummy simulating a punch, is it simulating a kick? Is it free flowing? Oh, yeah. So it's it's a apparatus, right, that you can place that you can like kinda put on a wall. And uh, you can definitely see it um I, I, I can send you like an Instagram or, or anything else like that, but it's a you know how you have the bob dummies? There's ones that you just kick and punch yeah. all the time, and they stand up, and you got to put water and sand in it to make sure it stands yeah. in the same spot. In the same. Well, we manufactured it through iron and spring and, and welding it and having certain bins to where it looks like an actual human, but it's just a uh, very lifelike apparatus that kind of always works back into place to where it's ready set in a in a fighting stance, in a fighting position, or in a football oh. Always in a um, an athletic position, right? But what oh. we can do, the person that's going against the dummy, we can work hand strikes, we can work hand movements, we can work a whole bunch of different type of moves and skills on this dummy that is a simulation of actual human, but it's just really made of iron and steel and and spring and all that type of stuff. But it's protected uh-huh. by really really good foam so that it doesn't hurt your hands when you strike it. Okay. And, how it moves, it has 360-degree movement. So you can move from side to side, down and back, you know, and then and it really simulates how a, uh, how a human may move when you strike it, when you punch it, and it's just really mm-hmm. lifelike. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Wow. I like that. Wow. Yeah. And also, yeah. Tony, what was the driving force? What was what was the inspiration to even come up with this idea that your dad had? And we want to give him a this shout out, Mr. Carl Adams. What was the driving force Absolutely. to even get this going? Man, so he he was very successful in his sport, and we were actually both successful in our in our sport. And um, it was really hard. Like nobody wants to train with somebody all day, every day, and let them just beat up on them. Like always mm-hmm. let them take them down, and always <laughs> let them get me. <laughs> And so, you know, he understood that there had to be some way where a guy can get working regardless of who wants to get working with him, right? But Mm -hmm. the way he was as an innovator, he knew that, you know, it wasn't easy at all. It was a whole bunch of steps for him to get to where it is now. It took about about 40 years to get it to where it is now. It's like the best it could be. Um, But he he knew that repetition and – resistance and that kind of um, mm. work ethic toward doing something over and over and over again, just repetition, basically. It builds strength, speed, endurance. Mm-hmm. And okay. doing that will you to have that certain edge against any opponent that you go against just because you've just been outworking him because he doesn't have someone that can be beat up on every day, all day, that you can, mm-hmm. do, a, you can do 100 reps on this a day. And if you do 100 reps mm-hmm. on that a day, over time, you're substantially – you, you, you've been working your craft substantially, right? You just have the ability 
you have that ability, you've adjusted your skill, unless, like, compared to somebody that's only been able to shoot on to, to work an action or a takedown or a strike 20 times on a person, 30 times in a practice. Mm-hmm. You've done it 100. Mm-hmm. So that, over time, just gives you that edge against anybody that you want to go against. And he kind of understood that because he was really skillful in his craft um, when he was a wrestler. And it was the same thing with me mm-hmm. to where I knew that certain things that if I worked overtime and if I just outworked people, yes. you know, that would be beneficial to me when it was actually game time, right? So that's something that he mm-hmm. kind of instilled in me, and he's been mm-hmm. doing it forever and legit too. So, like, you know, that's kind of hard work he was, just knowing that reps over time will get you to where you need to be when it's time to go. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. muscle memory. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely. So, you know, you do something a mm-hmm. hundred times. Eventually, when it's time to do it, your body automatically remembers that. Your mind right. automatically goes to that. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, who 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 is who who is the gear? Who is your gear towards to audience today as a result of all this technology? Anybody who wants to who wants to strike, right? My 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 specific is is definitely my position and definitely my sport. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take I'm gonna take what my father has, you know. Um, really manufactured through the years, and that what God has blessed us with, and I'm a I'm gonna really show how this apparatus can help skill uh, can help you develop mm-hmm. skill as an offensive mm-hmm. defense alignment. It's catered towards defense alignment because there ha- there's a lot of hand fighting mm-hmm. in that position, and their number one job mm-hmm. is to get to the quarterback. But there's someone in your way, right? Yes. And so if you just try to utilize your body, that's not really gonna work. You have to know how to strike properly and use your hands properly. And no one's going to want you to, you know, hit them all day, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So this right allows you to work the reps, like you said, and the muscle memory. And that's really my target right now is focusing on what I know, you know, and telling mm-hmm. people that this right here can actually help you develop into the lineman, whether you're offensive or defensive yeah. lineman, that you seek. Mm-hmm. And and comes game time, you've done this so many times before that it's second nature, just like you were saying. You know, so that's really my target right now. He's worrying about wrestling. I'm worrying about football. And um, we also sell <laughs> different products. We have smaller products and everything else like that that um, can are really beneficial too, like whatever. Like we sell resistance bands. We sell a whole bunch of things that kind of have – that are kind of extracurricular but still make a difference down the road yeah. when it's time to put on the shoulder pads and get going. Well, you know, it's funny because you mentioned that, and it's like, you see a lot of the NFL players, they're taking boxing, uh, yep. they're taking taekwondo for the, you know, yep. for the hand play, you know, just to get that edge. So if you got yep. something set up with the hands in front of them, a D lineman can practice on that, the hands play. Because if yep. you notice, mm-hmm. when the guy, once they hit you, once they start rushing, First thing they're doing, they, put, they they try to keep your hands off them. Yep, so what yep, you're describing yep. is perfect for a D lineman and for an O lineman. You know, if you got a guy trying to swipe, you know, like back in the day with Merle Olsen giving you the shot to the helmet, how do you mm-hmm. combat that? You get low, you put your hands on them. So right. it totally yep. makes sense. It totally makes sense. Absolutely, man. You you got to It's it, we're in the trenches every down, and it's, you know, and it's a dog fight every down. If you don't know how to use your hands in a dog fight, ooh, you know, you <laughs> you're in a world of hurt. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. So how does somebody now, is get this to being see? Used? Yeah, exactly. Is this being used? How does people get to see it? So we we are on our final final stages of development. We had a um, demo, and that's also on my Instagram. You'll be able to see it, and I can send it to you guys definitely. Um, we had a mm-hmm. demo, and we kind of shot it out real quick, but a very small one because we didn't want to we want we didn't want too many eyes to see it because we're still working on a few things to finish up. But the feedback mm-hmm. already from what we did with just that little demo was it was incredible. And it wasn't really like we, we didn't promote it. It wasn't like we put a promotion on it or nothing like that. It was just a feedback from, you know, a small fan group to really it's like a test run. And so right now we're in our final stages of development. We just finished really like the really final um this is for the football one specifically. The wrestling one has been made, and people have been using it. It's, it's to the grace of God. It's actually been going crazy recently. So, we uh, right. all glory to God on. Um, but this football one is actually is very close to finishing. We should be able to. It, should, it definitely should be done by the end of February. And so we're going to shoot commercials mm-hmm. for it. I'm going to try to get um, proper promotions for it. And that's what I've been mm-hmm. kind of working is like the promotional piece because my dad is definitely the manufacturer. I'm helping yeah. him out with the just the idea of how I want it to look, how I want it to feel. Um, but he knows how to put it together, you know, and and he's teaching me also so that if I need to take the reins, I know how to put it together myself. I know how to make sure the iron is, is bent a certain Perfect. way we have certain. Um, but mm-hmm. my job right now is to make sure that we, it's, it's the business side on this, right? So um, doing these interviews, uh, making, making the proper marketing decisions, making nice videos, nice promotional things, and getting the right people, getting the right eyes on it, so people can just see what it can do for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And Tony, when to... you start promoting it, you know, always remember to tag Leisha and I. Jazz doesn't do much social media, but Leisha and I are active on social media, you know, and we can help okay. promote it and share it as well to our our people as well. Yeah, and also when it's done, you have to come back on the show so you could, you know, give us the give us the hot take on it. Absolutely. Oh, sure, no mm-hmm. problem. That sounds great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate we're excited. that. No problem. We're excited. We so appreciate your intake on everything, especially related to the this this new design that you have coming out, as well as, you know, your take on your personal take on this past weekend's game. You know, you're welcome here anytime you want to share anything, you know, you just let us know. We'll make it happen. This is your home now. You know, you have a place to, to, to land here on Let's Chat Sports. So Absolutely. Before you okay. go, Tony, please share with our listening audience your social media handles and uh, how they can just, you know, stay in tune with what you have coming out. Absolutely. So, um, first, uh, Adams Athletics, you can follow us on uh, Instagram at adamsathletics.com. I mean, I'm sorry, Adams Athletics. Uh, just regular on Instagram. Um, we were able to get that handle. Mm-hmm. That was that was. You can go on our website and search for certain things. We have the video of the machine on AdamsAthletics.com too. There and we have some products on there. We're also selling um, a whole variety of things uh, right now before we launch the the, the bigger one. So we got um, vitamins, supplements, bands, certain smaller Ooh. things that are very important to, you know essential things in life, so that you can stay active. You can have the proper vitamins and nutrients for your body and really, you know, just do things to make sure that, you know, you're functioning well, keep you alive, active, and aware. 
So we have those things also mm-hmm. online too. Um, you can go to you can go to our website there, AdamsAthletics.com. And uh, if you want to follow me personally, my my handle is ChefBoy underscore T Boy with an I. You know, <laughs> it's not about me. But if you want to give me a follow? I'm right there too. You know what I mean? All right. Um, uh, <laughs> but that, otherwise, that's it. And I really appreciate being on this phone call and um, you guys having me. And uh, you say it's my new oh, home. No. I feel, I, oh, I, Cozy here. So very cozy. So nice. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come back, baby. You can't be a stranger, man. Hey, nah. I got you. No, no problem. Definitely your home, and I'm gonna definitely follow you. So be looking out for that. And we thank you so much. And all those listening, make sure you follow him. You know, stay in tune with what he's doing. He's doing some amazing things. He and his dad. So we so appreciate you, Tony, once again for joining us here yeah. on Let's Chat Sports. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. And I'm doing them through the grace of God. Oh, absolutely. All day, baby. And remember, hey, 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 stay away from Corona. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have a great evening, Tony. And thanks once again for joining us. God bless. (laughs) All right. God bless. You too. That was Tony Adams joining us here on Let's Chat Sports. He had a great intake, Jazz. I so enjoyed hearing, you know, his personal intake, you know, because he provided something that you and I can't provide to our listeners on it. He had that firsthand experience. Word. In the trenches for real. Absolutely. Absolutely. So make sure you guys follow him. And once again, we want to thank you for joining us here on Let's Chat Sports this evening. You know, we are here every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Talking that talk about all things sports. We got a lot more to talk about. It's always something going on in the sports world, guys. Absolutely. Like right now, the Nets are losing by 14 to the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> Not the big three. And actually, the Knicks are playing as well. Y'all know I'm a homer. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, they're losing too. And with that, Jazz, I'm going to say good night. And thank you guys <laughs> once again for joining us here on Let's Chat. And if you miss any of our show, no worries. You know, you can hear that interview with Mr. Adams. Just go to blogtalk.com and listen to our archives and uh, all of our social media. That's Let's Chat. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. You guys have a great night. We'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, ho, cream man, doing numbers. I got hitters, I got runners. We gon' tag them by them. Guns.